It's late when I get home from a long day at work. Uh, from working at home. <laughs> Don't ruin this for me. <laughs> I put my keys on the counter, put my jacket on the hook, and I just want a warm meal. I'm going to put my feet up. I don't want to do anything. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> yes, I do work from home. <laughs> Is what right? Don't wear a jacket. <laughs> what, that should, you want that? I don't want to help at all. all right? Okay, there it is. You should there's do home the, stuff. There's the smudgeness. You should, it's not smudgeness. Okay, is it though? That's what we're trying to ask <laughs> you today. <laughs> we'll find out. On the other side. <laughs> well, I look like I just came in from a long day's work the on the nook, farm. Looking a little messy. <laughs> you know what? After I wish having, you had a milking cow, actually. I, well, I do too, but... Then you said you didn't want to milk it all the time. So I want, I'm not going to lie. I want all of the all of the credit, none of the blame. <laughs> I want all the milk and none of the milking. <laughs> Anyways, overalls are just really comfortable right now. <laughs> well, you could wear overalls every day if you if we had a cow. You can milk. I could wear overalls every day without raw a milk, cow. Without I, I, a cow, abounds, we could be millionaires. Abounds with nutrients. We could be millionaires with a raw milk cow or uh, milk a cow. I don't, know, I don't know how many gallons Anyways. you're expecting this cow to produce. <laughs> Anyways, we are. He's Ryan. I'm Selena. I was going to say Ryan and Selena because it's just how it flows. And we are all things fierce, fierce marriage, fierce parenting. And here we are today talking about a question that we got from a viewer. So YouTube yeah, subscriber. Our, yes, exactly. So thank you. So if you're not subscribed on YouTube, make sure you go over there, smash the subscribe button as the youngins say, and you'll get uh, notifications when we do these questions. We ask for topic ideas. This week, we're tackling a topic we got from one of our subscribers. We're also doing that on the parenting side. We'll tell you about that on the Fierce Parenting Podcast. Um, but yeah, what is this topic today? Uh, should working husbands help in the home? If you're mm. not a working husband, then uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so should a husband who works outside the home, we should just read the question. Yeah, let's do it. Because yeah, it's a good one. All right, I'll read it. What are the roles of a working husband versus a stay-at-home mom? Meaning, how much can slash does a husband help within the home while also working full-time? My husband pretty much told me the other day that since he works and brings home a paycheck, I should be doing everything in the home without help from him. Mm. I homeschooled one daughter, one already graduated, and, and I work a very small part-time job outside the home. Okay. So, uh, so fair, fair disclosure here. When we, uh, when Selena and I tackle content, we oftentimes will divide and conquer. I've been doing a lot of the parenting stuff lately. If you haven't checked out the parenting side, we're doing, going down a lot of really deep rabbit holes over there. I love it because <laughs> uh, I'm writing a book to that end and this helps. But on this one, you wrote the rundown. So I, I want to ask you up front now, because I gave you some feedback into that, but, but are, is this strictly from a wife's perspective or are we going to tackle no. it from... I think we're going to talk about it for each of the role. I mean, you can't really Biblical talk about perspective. Yes, always. Let me pass the test. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a test until I asked the question and realized well, how ridiculous it was. <laughs> I mean, as you're reading the question, you know, she says, my husband pretty much told me. So, you know, there's some communication that is probably happening there. There's things that maybe she's assuming, but there's also things that like in our own marriage, we assume that we've heard or we hear you saying and you're not actually saying, but I think it's safe to say that, you know, she's hearing, Hey, you're, you're at home. You should do all the stuff at home. Uh, 
And she's like, well, what does that mean? Like, I have to clean the roof. I have to, you know, do all the things that a man would probably do. That would be my question. I'd be like, what do you mean? Like everything. Right. And so. Yeah. I didn't think about that stuff at all. I was just thinking about like the the day to day. Well, because I think. Well, exactly. I think it can be that. But it's where where the tension points here, because he's saying, I already work. I provide. I do my part. So it's kind of that whole the favorite thing that you love is the tit for tat. Like you do this and I'm going to do this or whatever. Mm. So I, I honestly, I think just the way she's presenting the question, there's, there's a heart orientation that needs to be addressed uh, for both of them. Can I just, uh, can can I just do what I do? I'll interject. (laughs) This is how we roll. Throw me under the bus. No, I'm not. There's two, there's two radical, there's two kind of ends of the spectrum here. Okay. So I follow Samuel um, say on, on uh, Twitter, we met him in LA. Do you remember we did that video shoot? Yep. Yep. Um, great guy. Um, been following for a while. He's he writes and he's kind of on the on the forefront of tackling some of these ide- ideas. Anyway, at one point he he's just recently got married. Mm-hmm. So he's a Canadian citizen, got married to an American woman, recently moved to America, and um, he just t- he tweeted out. He's like, I'm so thankful for a wife who can cook because I like a homemade mm-hmm. meal from my wife is such a blessing. That's all he said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh my word, he got, I mean, he got, everybody's like, well, you're a misogynist. You don't, you know, you just expect your wife to do this, that, and the other. You were just, you know, blah, blah, blah. So what am I if I'm like, I love your cooked hot. Well, and his response was, listen, you guys don't even know us. Basically, like I cook like two meals a week is what he said. I like cooking for my wife too. That's also great. But he's like, as a man, like it's a gift when your wife makes it. Anyway, so there's that end of the spectrum where you say something like that and people are like, you son of a <laughs> i don't think you can say anything on the internet that people are not going to tear you know up that's that's wisdom for the ages right there <laughs> <laughs> on the and then on the i don't know what's the other end of the spectrum like the other end of the spectrum uh, aside from what samuel received is, is the yeah. what i opened this podcast episode with which is like listen i don't want to touch a thing like i should just have <laughs> i want clean underwear in the drawer i want a hot meal <laughs> I want a hot meal on the table. And Just the 50s husband, right? Just coming home from work. Which we talked about trad wives, what, two weeks ago? <laughs> yes. And there's a biblical way to look at this stuff. And, you know, it's funny because we, we're on this road trying to live biblically in marriage. And right. the road has ditches on either side. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes the wisdom is in somewhere in the middle. And we're not saying that there's a, I don't like third way thinking. I, I think there's a right way to do it. But there is, but but it's easy to fall to temptation on either side of that. Of well, that and we way. we can't make presumptions about everybody's marriage and homes. The only thing we really can do is look to scripture, right? And we can ask questions about what is your heart orientation towards these roles and responsibilities that God's given you in your home. If you're married, first of all, we are all called to submit to the headship of Christ, right? We are all under His authority, uh, and so it's from that point that we can begin to have these conversations of. Okay, if I'm submitted to Christ, I'm submitted to his word. What does he say biblically? As a husband, Ephesians 5 talks about what? You're the head. You're supposed to love as Christ loved us. Mm-hmm. You are, I mean, even 1 Corinthians eleven three. but I want you to understand that the head of every man is Christ and the head of a wife is her husband and the head of Christ is God. So yeah, called to, Now, this is interesting because uh, that passage, so husbands, love your wives. As Christ loved and laying the down, laying down your life for them, basically as right. Christ loved his, the church. There's an exclusivity there that I think we gloss over. Like Christ loved his church. Yes. 
Like I'm not called to fall on the sword for every woman that crosses my no. path. But for you, there's no limit to what I would do for you. There's no limit to what you could ask of me. Hmm. In fact, we were joking, as we often do. <laughs> <laughs> and Selena goes, what did you say? You were like, I'm just going to... Oh, I, I was So... If you've heard our episode when I talk about me almost dying and all that, I have this password for it. It's like a master password. And I was <laughs> and like, it is. And just I, we were trying to watch The Office. So we we're trying to log into yes. Peacock. It's the only reason we have this this stupid subscription is because the office is on there. <laughs> Six dollars a month I'll never get back or whatever it costs. <laughs> and I was like, to get the master password, I was like, Selena, what's my password? <laughs> and you got it right. And I was like, that's it. If you have that one password, you have access to everything you could ever want in terms of like, it's like the opposite of what people do. They try yeah. to hide their passwords. I'm like making sure you know the password. So <laughs> you, and then you're like, so I can get, take all your money. And you said you are, cause that's kind of a joke. The money. I can okay, take all the are. money and run. And I was yeah. like, I was like, girl, you can have it all. Just please come back. <laughs> just please. I just, I don't care. I just want you. I just want you. There's nothing you could, you could, there's no, there's, there's no overreach in terms of what right. inside within biblical Right. Wisdom not asking me to say you're not asking me to <laughs> yeah. yeah do something that would go against god and i think that's because when we've talked about this beforehand generous generosity is the currency of love i want to make sure we get that in there because you have a loving relationship well the way that we love one another mm-hmm. is by giving i give my first off i give my I, my my covenantal love to you i've, right. I've said to you on at the altar i do Mm-hmm. I will. Mm-hmm. I will love you until death do us part. I'm giving myself to you exclusively. Mm-hmm. Then within marriage, it's like, why would we hold ourselves back then all of a sudden? Why would we hold parts of ourselves back? Well, our selfishness creeps in and, and we don't, we suddenly like are demystified, right? By our perfect, I mean, we know our spouses are not perfect, but there is some sort of like awe and wonder when you get married of like, oh, I'm finally with this person that I love so much and it's beautiful and wonderful. We're all celebrating. And then real life sets in and, you know, lo and behold, there you are in all your sin, right? <laughs> and yeah. so I think we we come to this conclusion of like, mm. it's easy, we just fall back into our own habits, right? And so if we are now in this marital covenant and we are, committed to being generous with one another um again that has to flow out of being submitted to god being submitted to the authority of christ so our priorities like your role his role as a husband in biblically speaking is is two main things to be the spiritual head and and leader of our home and to be the provider now it's not saying that women can't work or provide you know outside the home proverbs 31 talks about uh a Mm. woman you know in the home economics and also like, it's not bad for a woman to have a job outside the home. I think uh, the trouble comes when it starts creeping into the other priorities and roles that, that God has given you as a mother, as a, as a wife, right? If you're constantly working, constantly away. Those primary things. Right. Right. And so being the spiritual head, you want to understand, you know, you want to help us, you want to lead us. Mm -hmm. And so this whole posture of, I don't want to do anything at home because I already do that. Well, what is that stemming from? Where is that coming from? That would be my question of, and has, has, is this a new thing or is this something that has always kind of been a point of tension in your home? Cause for us, if there's something that we are struggling to figure out who does what, or, or we're arguing about, you know, who takes out the garbage, <laughs> right? That's his job. He knows that that's his job. And we're slowly giving the girls more, can I, I want to amend that because uh, it's, it, it is my job, but why? Because we've agreed on that. Exactly. And exactly. we have this understanding. Uh, and so this is how it sounds it, like, okay, so to go back to this question, right? like 
and again, it's hard to know viewer. It's hard to know exactly what you're referring to here right. because the way it was worded is that the other day, uh, he, he basically, what is he? He's my basically husband says, pretty much told me yeah. the other day that since he works and brings home a paycheck, I should be doing everything in the home without help from him. So he wants kind of a blank check to say like the, uh, the agreement is that I don't want to do anything I don't want to do. Yes. <laughs> and I don't think no. that's in line with biblical love and always right. because that's not coming from a place of generosity. Right. And so that's, where, whereas there's nothing that, so here's here's how it's 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 a one way valve and here's uh, generosity right, is a one way question. valve meaning that I will say to you and we'll, we'll go on there's nothing there's nothing you could ask of me that that I will yeah if I can give it I will yeah but I will not I do not expect to be able to ask you of anything does that make sense in in other words I will come to you trusting that you will be generous to me right. and that's why love it, it's it's it has to go both or generosity has to go both ways yes. and it has a multiplying effect now as a husband i believe there are biblical things i can ask from you biblically yeah but i don't hold the same i don't exp, i don't give myself a blank check on the things that i can ask me but i right. give you a blank check and i think that's that's the spirit of generosity I mean, right i will always seek to outgive you and i fail at that and i'm not you know and i think you could say the same thing. And yeah. that's where when we talk about things like, like, okay, so say I get home and normally, normally here's what happens. Uh, hypothetically, you get home, you know, I've got a number of chores. I take, we have young kids. So I'm going to, I'm going to play with the kids, kind of get, you know, connect with them, but also give you a chance to do whatever you need to do yeah. and have a break from the chaos and the wanting and the desires and all that requests. <laughs> but say I get home one evening or I finish work one evening and I say, Hey babe, I'm, I am, wasted. I've had a really hard day. I'm very tired. Can I just go lay down for 30 minutes or, or whatever, just yeah. so I can regroup? Right. That's where that's off script. Right. And the spirit of generosity, I could come to you saying, I know this is the expectation. Right. I'm really tired. Will you give me a break? Right. And more often than not, you'll say, absolutely. Well, on my generous, my opportunity for generosity is to say yes without stewing while he's doing it, right? Like without, mm. oh, he just got home. Like I've been home all day. I've been doing all the things. Like we're so quick to account for everything that we've done, but forget what our spouse has done so quickly uh, and what they've been going through. And I think that is just, again, where is this coming from? That was my question is where is this like, hey, this is yours, this is mine, and this is how I want it to be. It's like, well, we can talk about things, right? We're both submitted. We're both going to, we both need to come to agreement on, and that's the big key word, I think, is just generosity and agreement. When you're divvying up roles, figuring out who does what in the household, because, again, yeah. our household looks different. And many other households, the responsibilities that are divvied out, it, it's because maybe you have a strength of personality or you, you just prefer doing certain things uh, a certain way. And so, hey, We've agreed that like the girls and I, we will do the laundry and we'll do it to the best of our ability, you know, every so every couple days. And the agreement is, you know, that I you take the garbage out and I don't have to ask you every Sunday. Right. Like that should be your role. And so I think finding those points of agreement and then it's like, OK, well, then when it comes to these yeah. these moments of. I'm really tired or he comes home and I'm like, man, I just, I could use like 20, 30 minutes. It really doesn't take hours, right? It, you just need, you just need yeah. a moment yeah, to, to breathe or do whatever, or you, you have permission to say that because it's, it's generous. It's not a constant habit. It's not a, I'm trying to get away from you. I'm trying to get me time. It's not this selfish, like, sure. uh, scooping up of, of what I desire and what I want because I haven't had it I all do. day. Right. It's a, it's a heart orientation. Yeah. 
I do want to give the husband the benefit of the doubt, though. For sure. It could for be. Sure. For now, sure. again, we don't know your situation, listener. But it could be that the husband is feeling like there's an inordinate amount of things expected of him sure. when he comes home. And this sure. is the pushback against that. Right. Meaning like he comes home and it's chaos. It's not a home right. of peace. It's a home of chaos. And the, the maybe the, it's dinner time and he's just getting home. There's no food to be found. Maybe, right. the grocery, maybe the groceries need to be bought. Maybe the food needs to be made, prepared. Table needs to be set. Maybe the table needs to be cleaned from the previous night. Like right. nothing has been done. I'm just saying that's right. a possibility. Yeah, there's and there's seasons too. Recognizing like, hey, we have three under three or something like that. And this, this life is crazy. We've had a great day, but I have not had time to do these things, right? And so it's conversations and peeling back the layers. Yeah. And yeah, communicating, saying, hey, We've had a rough day. It's been kind of crazy. Uh, yeah. But here are the good things, right? Here are the yeah. good things. The kids and I have connected. Uh, we, you know, they learned to do this really well. They're so excited that you're home, right? And so, again, it, the kind of the key words that we would want you to walk away with are, are generosity, agreement, and then uh, selflessness, right? And so, yeah. we, I was, it, all of this kind of stemmed from this question of just, is it, is, is, is your response coming from a heart of service or a heart of selfishness, right? And what would that look like? If you were coming to me with a heart of service, but you're tired, you want your own time, you're struggling with just whatever it is, how can I serve you in that moment? But how can I even have the motivation to say, what do you need? How can I give yeah. it to you? I'm tired and worn out. That's the difference between coming home to a roommate and coming home to a spouse. Yes. Coming home to a servant or coming home to somebody who's a partner in right. the life that you're building together right. and saying, okay. I'm coming, I'm bringing myself to this, this, to, to the equation right now. And I'm telling you that I'm depleted. Yes, so as opposed yes. to, I should never have to feel depleted or never right. have to feel like your demands are placed on me. Well, um, and I think that one kind of the red flags of selfishness that you'll, that you'll on both sides, husband on both and sides wife. is, yep. is this, the, the ultimatums, like this is how it's going to be. Uh, the, the me time, like I need, I need. I need time. I need to get away from these kids. I need my wine time. I need my screen time. I need <laughs> me time, a, that's right? A thing, right? Wine time. I, I guess I don't know. Uh, but the thing, the thing is, is that I, yes, I think we're human. We need to rest and refuel. But the question is, how are we resting and refueling? Are we going to scripture? Are we sitting at the feet of Jesus? Are we taking a quiet moment to breathe way, and pray yeah. before we pick up our phone to just scroll scroll the time away? Life hack. All right, life hack in terms of marriage and parenting after dinner. I've found if, if I'm able, like I, I try to run it past you, but like if I'm able to go lay down for like 10, cause dinner puts you out. <laughs> cause I feel like your stomach's digesting food. I'm not like on my, you're looking at me like I'm crazy. I'm like, gosh, I feel like people eat and the kids are just like, the kids have energy, but energy? I, I feel like all my energy goes to digesting. food. <laughs> and so like the time I don't do this all the time, but the times that I've taken said, Hey, I need 10, 20 minutes. Yeah. And then I, I have to come out after 20 minutes. I can't make it an hour. Well, and I trust that. That's the thing is that we've built this trust. Like, okay, yeah. you say 10 to 20 minutes. I'm not stewing over here being like, yeah, it's going to be like two hours, you know, because we built that trust. You got to communicate. You got to build the trust. Because you never need those little respites. What's the deal? I feel like, I feel like you're superhuman. I don't know. Are you, are you, are you taking something? No, I think I just, <laughs> I think I just crash hard at night sometimes. <laughs> it's true. I, I think you're superhuman. I think okay. that's what it is. Well, anyways, so. I don't know. I hope this conversation has helped a little bit because, you know, we hear, yes, the wife need to, needs to submit to the husband, but that that's not the, okay, well, he has this re this request and ultimatum, so therefore I submit. No, that's not a loving uh, agreement. Of, yes. And so yeah. as a godly wife, you know, we look at Proverbs 31, again, not as like something to strive for out of our own strength, but something that pours, someone that 
a type of person that pours out of us because of the Holy yeah. Spirit's work in us, right? And these are these are these are the attributes of a godly wife. These are things that that she already is, uh, and that are flowing out of her. And her husband, you know, he trusts her. And there's this generosity that you see that he's out working. He's in in with the elders. He's at the front gate. All these he's known by the city, the town, or whatever. And so someone like that i mean just even the the small bits that they describe the the uh is it husband of the saul that right Paul, solomon that wrote proverbs 31 yeah. um yeah the small bits that, that that describe the husband uh show that there's a trustworthiness that there's a submission to a higher authority and not just a husband submitting to his own desires and whatever he wants right yeah. so i hope we hope this has been helpful um be yeah, generous I, with one another I'll add this last note. I just have I have a heart for seeing men like take full circumspect responsibility for the home. Right. In other words, yeah, you were saying this the the buck. Where does the buck like? Yeah, like I, the buck stops with like when when Adam and Eve fell. Yeah, Eve was the first one to transgress the law. Adam followed her, but God, who did God go to? He went to the man and said, "What have you done?" And he said, "It's the woman that you gave me." He blamed her and he blamed him. He blamed everyone but himself. Okay. He was the first Adam fallen. We are under kind of his, under that curse of sin that yeah. Adam gave us. Now we have the second Adam, Christ, who did the opposite. Yeah. He, he, it was not his responsibility to right. take. Instead, he took it on himself and right. bore the full weight. And we are called to love our wives in that way. Yeah. So like in, in every way, like I, I, I want to take responsibility. Now, if, if I am having to do that, then it's going to take some time to, that's another conversation, but it's not going to be optimal because right. I'm not Christ. I'm not. Right. I'm, so I, I was given a, a helper fit right. for me. So we need to work together. That's how you get a, a good, right. strong marriage. But anyway, if, if, if you're hearing this and all of this makes sense and, and you have yet to really understand what it means to be under Christ's headship. Yeah. To know Christ. To, to be under Christ's. Lordship. Lordship. His yeah. sacrifice. His loving authority. Has taken yes. The burden of your sin. And born the weight of it on the cross. We just celebrated Easter last weekend. Mm -hmm. And and he didn't just stay dead, but he resurrected. To, he's calling you to be resurrected to new life by placing yeah. your faith in him. If you want to hear more about what that means, I encourage you to find find a friend you know who's a Christian. Talk to them. Say, I want to read my Bible. Mm -hmm. Can you help me read how to read my Bible? I want to uh, find a church. Can you help me find a church? Talk yeah. to them. If you don't know those people, go to the website, thenewsisgood.com. We set that up for you. It should get your step, uh, get your foot one step down that path. Let's pray. Our Father God, we thank you for the gift of marriage. Thank you that you've given us um, directions for it. Yeah. You've given us uh, the example in your own son who was loved perfectly. But then you've also given us the example of your church universal to, mm -hmm. to the, for all, you know, past, present, and future, the bride of Christ to be submitted to that head and how beautiful that picture is. And it's a mystery. It's a profound mystery. That's what Paul says. Thank you for that beautiful picture you've given us. Help us now to live in light of it. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks for joining us. Uh, this episode of Fierce Marriages in the can. We'll see you again in seven days. Till next time. Stay fierce.